Welcome to Expanded Universe, Season 17, Episode 13, Aura Singh's Final Clowning. The book, Star Wars Street of Shadows, Coruscant Nights 2, by Michael Reeves. The last four chapters, with your hosts, Jeff and John. Let's go! Welcome back to Expounded Universe. It's me, Jeff, your host, joined as always by the other host, John. Yes, that's right. I am also here. I'm going to talk like this the whole time. Yes. All you have propping you up right now is a radio voice. That's pretty much true, yes. If I st- if I drop this facade for even a second, I'll die of tiredness immediately. <laughs> I'm going to fall asleep on the microphone. But folks, instead of worrying about that, let me show you what you've won. It's a brand new car. (laughs) Put it up on the big board. Put them on the glass. Monkey. (laughs) Monkey got some bomb ass titties. (laughs) Uh, So we're done. We read the whole book. There were four chapters left and they were were short. Well, I mean... Last episode, we finished with the murder investigation. We had the parlor moment. Mm-hmm. We we did all of that. So it was really just like, all right, we got to wrap up the last few things. We got to wrap up for this book, and then we're done. Yeah, th- this these last four chapters read almost like, I don't like the removal of skin tags or something. They're just like, whoops, we forgot about the fucking aura thing. Thing better better clean that up real quick. How much space do we have left? Oh God, half a page. Okay, let me see what I can do. Yeah, I mean, you can definitely tell. That they were like, oh, man, are we are we going to use Aura Singh in the next book, or should we just be done with this? I'm pretty sure that the way that all of these old books published, and I, I want to say Del Rey was the publisher of these older ones, but but uh, yeah, Del Rey. I, I'm pretty sure they had a story Bible guy who was like, you're allowed to kill X character, you're not allowed to kill Y character, and so on. Or else, you know, it wouldn't have taken 50 books before someone fucking offed Chewbacca. <laughs> yeah. So it would have just done it, pay, they, 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 like Michael Stackpole or Timothy Zahn or something, like day one, like, fuck it, I'm murdering Han. <laughs> Let's see, that, l- l- that'll sell some books. Hey, you want some steaks? I got some steaks for you, and they're made out of Han. <laughs> Like, I'm sure that when, uh, God, it's the guy who writes all the Drizzt or an R.A. Salvatore, he's the one who gets to murder Chewbacca. Uh, when, when that happened, I'm sure they were like, hey, by the way, in your book, kill Chewbacca. And he was like, what? What? I didn't even plan to include Chewbacca. I- kill Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> you must kill Chewbacca. <laughs> but we know, uh, as a matter of course, that Aura Singh lives to a rich uh, old age of like 80-something, so... Although this book gives her a death sequence, it is ambiguous enough to know that it doesn't fucking count. Yeah, she farts out into the galaxy for, I don't know, about another 50 years past this or something. Yeah, yeah, so she's still out there. I'm sure she has something approaching a redemption moment. Probably gets a white streak in her top knot. No, I'm pretty sure she just dies being a piece of shit. I mean, she dies just as she lived. I would love it if that was the case. And if she died like 80, but still like an evil lightsaber bounty hunter lady running around. Yeah. Swinging her Ruth Buzzy style light purse at people. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that'd make me happy. That would be great. It would be a great addition to the Star Wars canon. Yes, and we've seen a lot of dumb ones, so it'd be nice to have one that's that's kind of fun. 
Her big old red top knot's exactly the same, but it's got that weird blue washed out thing that old lady hair gets to be. Nice. Not, yeah, so good. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so yeah, these are the wrap-up chapters. I mean, yeah. we, we get already... to wrap up Typho at the, the start of this one. We do. Typho's the start. But yeah, just to, just to give you a wrap-up of where we left our heroes, as John mentioned, they had the big parlor moment. Uh, they found out what who who done what did the murder, and it was uh, some droid that didn't matter. Yeah, it was the house droid, and God damn it, that's not what you do with the fucking parlor scene. You're supposed to be like, if you had been paying attention, you could have figured this out as well. No, it's like, hey, it was that droid over there. I mean, I don't know that you have to do that with the... Like, people people are used to that now in their detective novels, where the detective novel has to give you enough clues to solve it, but a lot of detective novels aren't written that way. Like, most of the Sherlock Holmes novels don't give away the story, or the ending. It, it's just, you know, a bunch of weird shit happens, and at the end, Sherlock's like, yes, but what I didn't tell you is the next three pages of details. You didn't have a chance to see them earlier. It's more about watching a genius do a be genius and not like, this is this book is a puzzle. Yeah, so. I mean, that was the other thing, is you didn't even get the, like, ah, yes, and here's how I figured it all out. They're just like, oh, I, I-5 found some yeah, shit. I-5 just fucking asked him on the internet, and he was like, yes, I did, in super droid speak. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was like, oh, I-5 got into, like, murder droid chat room 27 and went, hey, ASL, you killed anybody lately? <laughs> exactly. Basically, I-5 pulled the kind of sting that's picking up the January 6 people right now, <laughs> where he just goes on, like, plenty of fish. Or something. He's like, I'm looking to date someone that stormed the Capitol. Huh? Uh, that would get me hot. That would get me so hot and ready. I'd be like a Little Caesars pizza. I've got extra pepperoni for anyone that stormed the Capitol. <laughs> and this droid was like, yes, I murdered Vespolette. Where can I put my droid penis? I have inserted value coins. <laughs> and he, yeah, so that's it's a disappointing ending. Not uh, compounded, of course, by the fact that immediately after they're all like, well, that droid did it. That's unsatisfying. Let's pin it on a random street criminal and send them to the gallows. Oh, yeah. And then never mentioned in the wrap up here, they were just like, well, obviously, that's what we'll do. Good idea. And we'll never speak of it again. <laughs> we'll just star court some motherfucker. Who gives a shit? <laughs> I don't like that guy. Fuck him for murder. <laughs> Imperial justice is turbo lax, right? He'll be fine. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? They'll just put him against a wall and a stormtrooper will blow his brains out. You know, if he's lucky. Yeah. He's not sent to work in the like darkness spider mines yeah it can be sent to any number of evil mining colonies yeah because that's that's what happens since star wars loves fucking slavery everyone yeah slavery but specifically slavery in mining colonies yep they they, they seem to just go to that well a lot it's a good one it's a good one it's a well that's worked entirely by uh, prisoner slaves <laughs> It's a good well. We dip them down there totally in the dark. Yeah. I mean, it'd be more efficient to use a bucket, but no, every time we send down a prisoner slave, have them fill their mouth up with delicious well water. And if they drink even a drop of it, we beat them. <laughs> Welcome to Star Wars. What a fun fantasy. Hooray. But no, that the the, uh, the the fact that everybody on the good guy team was like, you know what? Let's just kill a random guy. That'll make us all feel great. Um it's uh, not mentioned here. No. It really does leave a bad taste in your mouth as we go through these very rote proceedings towards the end of the book, though. Yeah. I mean, Typho, of course, gets his 
final confrontation with Vader, which, which is just pathetic. I mean, it goes about the way it should have gone. The fact that Typho has managed to get so many W's in this book mm-hmm. from just being like, well, as a bodyguard. So that <laughs> when he finally is like, and now... Oh, I'm gonna fucking snipe Vader. And he's like, the fuck you are. I'm goddamned Darth Vader. Yeah, so basically, he has, or we, as we discussed in the last episode, he contacted Vader and was like, look, here's the plan. I know where Jack's Pavan is. I'm gonna drug him up with dream dust, and then I'll, I'll bring him right to you, and you can do whatever you want with him. And in exchange, you're gonna give me a shitload of credits. And by the same token, at the same time, he purchased a bag of dragon goop from a big worm that lives in in uh, a big worm that is not invisible, no matter how much they describe it as such, um, <laughs> and, which supposedly repels force. But it maybe doesn't work after the worm died, and he certainly didn't test this on anybody or anything. Nope. He's just got a Ziploc baggie of protoplasm that he and sure a dream. Will- <laughs> a pocket full of protoplasm and a dream of revenge. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so what's weird to me is that he goes through all this process of actually finding Jax Pavan, deciding to mail him a lightsaber, being like, yes, he is a comrade in arms, though he knows it not, and didn't need to do any of that. He could have been like, ah, I, once he learned that the that Vader was looking for live Jedi and saw that there was an evidence of a live Jedi on Coruscant named Jax Pavan, he could have done the exact same routine, just contacted Vader and been like, I found Jax Pavan. Yeah, but he had to provide video footage that was like, look, I've talked to him and I see him. That's true. He did have video footage. That's fair. Yeah. I don't think he needed to provide that. I think think if he had just been like, hey, Vader, I found a guy named Jax Pavan, then Vader would be like, yeah, that's in my database. Because the whole deal with Vader was when he called him, and even when he showed him the video evidence, Vader was like, yeah, 95% chance this is bullshit, but I'm going to go anyway because I gotta. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... I just love that Vader shows up and he's like, yeah, and I even came unarmed. I don't even have a fucking lightsaber because, hey, you're some idiot. I love this because, yeah, it, uh, Vader shows up like they, they meet in, I don't know, some dark platform somewhere. Who cares? Uh, it's a construction platform, we know, because there's a big hole in the ground. Um, and Vader pops up and he's just like, hey, I came unarmed. Like you said, where are you? Let's get this done. Uh, and Typho, who's done research on Darth Vader and knows what he is. He's like, yeah, good enough. Okay, I'm going to shoot you in the back. Uh, I'm behind you, and here comes my sniper bullet. Yep. He's like, well, all of my hopes and dreams rest upon this goo bag. I got me this this sack of, sh- of uh, money shots, and I'm ready to dance. And, <laughs> of course, he's like, and I'll take the shot, and oh, my insides are instantly crushed. Yeah, because Vader doesn't even let him pull the trigger. He just uses the force to fling him backwards into a wall. Yeah, he's just like, and no, I will <laughs> slam you into a wall so hard that You're- the force of it breaks your insides. Yeah, he's already dying. The instant he pulls, he tries to pull the trigger on the gun, he is dead. Like, he doesn't die yet. He's got a little confrontation with Vader here, but it's pathetic. He gets hung, flung into a wall, and Vader turns around and starts walking over. He's like, you lied. And Vader's like, what? I'm unarmed. I have the fucking dark side, stupid. Yeah. <laughs> That's just part of me, you dumb asshole. <laughs> I could, like, I can't get rid of it. It's me. It's I'm strong in the dark side. I could no easier take it off than I could my body support suit. Also, how dare you be indignant that I didn't come unarmed when you attempted to shoot me in the back, 
you piece of shit. I love how Vader doesn't even bother with that part of it. He's not like, hypocrisy! Or whatever. He's just like, I don't give a fuck. You were never really armed anyway. <laughs> and he's just like, alright, you know what? <laughs> I just gotta know. Why, dude? What the fuck, man? Why are you doing this? Why do you want why, why do you want me dead? I was gonna give you money for a guy and you did this. Yeah, you were about to get really wealthy just for handing over some idiot, and yet you tried to attack me, Darth Vader, the king of fuck mountain. Yeah, and Vader's right to ask because frankly his evidence at fingering Darth Vader in the in the crime of the death of Padme is incredibly scant. And he's just like, You killed Padme and he's like, What? the fuck and he's like huh? i love padme but i could never tell her she was too busy with the state and now that's why she ignored me not because i was an employee of hers <laughs> but i knew every time she smiled and said thank you for when i did something for her it was because she also loved me i was racking up points also that barista at the local starbucks is totally into me <laughs> that's why i picked out this lingerie for her completely unasked for <laughs> typho not creepy <laughs> we shouldn't speak ill of him he dies <laughs> i mean yes but vader's like all right you're a dumb piece of shit and you probably shouldn't even say her name also lol and he's like also, you killed Anakin Skywalker. He's like, you killed all the Jedi, including among them Anakin Skywalker, who I mention for no reason. And <laughs> Vader <laughs> just cracks up. He's like, yeah, yeah, I killed Anakin Skywalker. He sucked and he was a little bitch and he didn't realize how good the high ground was. And now he's dead. Yeah, it's great. Vader literally laughs at this and then basically gives the old Obi-Wan ghost explanation from Empire where he's like, yes, I did kill Anakin Skywalker and uh, he was a great person, but he did not realize the power of the dark side. He was weak and now no one will miss him. Yeah. So he's he, he basically does the, uh, you know, the... The shit that gets explained to Luke when when uh, they haven't finished writing Return of the Jedi yet. <laughs> uh, and I like these, like, hey, man, you know, I got the dark side. I could kill you, you know, quickly if you just tell me where Jax is. Mm -hmm. He's like, no, I'm not going to do that. And he's like, ah, fine, whatever. I'll, <laughs> I'll let you bleed out, you dumb baby. He's just holding him up, force choking him, but not hard enough to kill him. But he's letting him bleed out. And meanwhile, Typho convinced to the end that he's good at these sorts of things is like at least i die knowing that padme hamadala's name is on my lips and it bothered darth vader that it was <laughs> truly i believe this is a better outcome than if i had killed him yes i have annoyed darth vader and that is the true prize all according to bodyguard keikaku <laughs> that's bodyguard for plan uh, yeah, and, you know, he dies with, I'm coming to see you, Amidala, and, you know, if there is a heaven, you'll probably be like, I'm sorry, who are you again? Oh. Wait, are you Panaka? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Panaka was my uncle! <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, jeez. Oh. Well, that's, oh, I guess the eye patch gives it away. Oh, did you die when he did? Was it like bring your nephew to work day? I don't remember seeing you. Are you sure you were buying bodyguard? <laughs> I want him to get to the Star Wars pearly gates, and there's like Star Wars Peter there. And he's like, I have arrived. Point me in the direction of Padme. And Padme's like there, and she's like, the space Peter. Oh, no, not him. He was the Oops. guy who was, that's the guy who uh. did it with the staring. No. <laughs> Don't, so, don't oh, do oh, it. A lot of, he kept giving me gifts. He was my secret Santa five years in a row. I think he was cheating. He was, 
he was in charge of the secret Santa and he kept oop, accidentally getting me. And <laughs> one year he just got me a picture of us that he photoshopped together. Yeah, it was weird because he was only like black from the neck up. The rest of him was, I think, Anakin. <laughs> weird right anyway and it's, it's, it's space peter is like oh sorry bro uh the, not here whoops <laughs> would love to but can't I, I guess you gotta try somewhere else you gotta go to sith hell <laughs> maybe she's down there <laughs> i'm space peter but bro she doesn't she's not here bro <laughs> i can clearly see her Bro, come on, bro. Come on, bro. That's uh, that's not her. That's her. That's her handmaid that died in the first that's one. It's clearly Kira Knightley. It's Kira Knightley. <laughs> you know what? Good enough, bro. You're pushing it, dude. <laughs> be a bro. Be a bro. <laughs> Don't make me do this, bro. I would love to see someone. Be- I can clearly see Padme. That's Kira Knightley. <laughs> that's why I had a crush on. Uh, no, Padme was Natalie Portman. You've been uh, gr- gravely misinformed for a long time. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Anyway, you should leave. You really got to go. This isn't cool. <laughs> That's not cool, man. Don't hang out in my yard either. I'll call the, sp- the uh, Space Heaven Police. <laughs> so the Space Heaven Police. <laughs> All right, so that's the end of Panica. Uh, or sorry, Typho. Uh, it's the Whoops. end of it's the end of Panica's nephew. It's the end of that line. Yeah, uh, but we do get a brief zoom way out as, as Vader's laughing uproariously at the concept that he killed Anakin Skywalker, and some like Coruscant hobos hear it and are scared. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of drunks a few floors down, and they're like. Oh, yeah. One of them pours out his bottle of XXX booze and is like, oh, oh not for me. No boys. <laughs> I ain't drinking no more than that. <laughs> From now on, I'm a changed man's I am. Now it's time for me to get Surreal's job. <laughs> That's the birthplace of my origin story. Me, Corin Horn. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never guess. There I was. On Coruscant. <laughs> yeah, I'm Corellian. What about it? Can't a guy go on vacation as a drunken hobo? I'm drinking it. <laughs> oh, Corellia. Space <sighs> New York. <laughs> it's really more like Space Detroit, but that's not a fun accent. <laughs> what up, Space Detroit? <laughs> uh, anyway, let's move on to the next part of the story, which I think is just Jax. Yeah. So it- full of rewards. Jax. Uh, is on his way to go deliver Deja to the Emerald Meteor, whatever the, the Emerald Starport, the uh, the 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 place where she's going to leave the planet. Well, the I think the the name of the ship was like the Emerald. Meteor oh, that's or some right. Shit. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But like he's on his way, and as him and Dan and everyone is headed out, it's the whole crew except for Reinen. Yeah. Uh. He, a courier stops by with a package for you, sir. Mm-hmm. And, oh boy. It's about 30 centimeters long and two centimeters wide. What could it possibly be? It's always a dildo. It's a Never big floppy your one. dildo. <laughs> <laughs> well, no dildo's yours until you've fitted it. <laughs> you, got, you gotta go get a fitting. <laughs> Let's measure your natural inseam. <laughs> so... He opens it up and he's like, oh, sweet, a lightsaber. Now, he's out in public when he yeah, does Yeah, he's like, this. I can't flip this on and dick around with it like I really want to. Yeah. So for now, I got to pretend this is, I don't know, a D-cell maglite or something. 
I'm just gonna clip gonna put this away because I can't have a lightsaber either. Yeah. It's not like I can just walk around with this thing flashing at everybody. So he's like, ooh, it's got that nice grip I like. Ooh, I like this. It's got it looks a lot like the one I used to blow up a nuclear reactor in a different book. Huh? Huh. Great. I wonder what color it is. He says, not I I assume not realizing you could probably just pop open the side and look at the crystal. Well, I mean, he's not gonna open a crystal in the public area either. What That's if it coach. pops out? <laughs> Fair point. Those are hard to get. Yeah, if someone else gets it, they're like, Haha, my payday, and run off with it. He's like, oh, God damn it. Yeah. Um, so he's, yeah, so Den's with him when it get, it's open. There's a little note that comes out of it that's like. To like, a fellow revolutionary. Yeah, to a, yeah, we only briefly met, but I think you need this more than the fakey weapon you have instead. From a fellow revolutionary. P.S. I am the world's greatest bodyguard. Ah! <laughs> uh, and, you know. For uh, for all that he is kind of the world's shittiest detective, he's like, wait a minute, I think that's that guy I met, Typhon. Typhon it was probably Ultros, right? It was, pro- <laughs> huh? That guy I saw, that dude I saw. What's his name? I'm the world's greatest detective. I should remember this. Uh, Panica. Yeah, yeah, it was probably, probably it was, Panica. It was definitely Panica. Panica the Disco. <laughs> The world's most memorable man, Typhon Q. Bodyguardo. <laughs> uh, but he's just like, oh, sweet. I guess I have one of these now. Yeah. And they head to the spaceport and he's like, well, it'll be nice to be rid of Deja because she's such a distraction. She's so hot. Yeah. Jax is getting worse with the... I don't know if they wanted to write this to be like, this is a a, a, roman- a romantic detective novel. It's so steamy and sultry because now he's just doing body comparisons ah. every time he meets. Because like, in, this, in this chapter, he has to interact with Aura Singh and Deja and Loranth, and he compares every one of them to every other one of them in his head. Yes. He's lightsaber fighting for his life with Aura Singh, and he's like, mm, she's nice almost ass. as hot as Deja. She's like a 9.6. Ooh, she doesn't even got the hot uh, farts for her, but she's still good. I'd I'd let her bang. I just want I just want you to know I'd throw you a shot. <laughs> Look, I'm trying to kill you. <laughs> Perry's a lightsaber. You want smash? <laughs> Yo, you up? Uh, new lightsaber? Who dis? I mean, seriously, buddy. Ugh. <laughs> but yeah, they get there, and it's mostly just like, ah, yes, finally we'll be rid of this. Deja Dwari, and she's going to keep giving us credits, though, even though she's leaving the planet. I wanted to point that out, yes, that she has she insisted on paying them for solving the murder, uh, although the book says, even though we didn't, and I'm like, no, you did. You did know the, that the ro- the butler robot well, did no, it. No, it's not that they didn't solve it. It's just that it was a shitty solve. <laughs> Still, that counts, you know? You know? <laughs> if you hire a private investigator to find out the, whether or not your uh, husband is cheating on you, and like he is, but it's with someone crappy, that doesn't mean that you don't have to pay them now. <laughs> Who and killed found my out your husband? Hu- uh, it was a cat uh, by accident. Just, they knocked over a vase. Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, that's not satisfying at all. Well, too bad. <laughs> <laughs> it had to be at least two Schadenfreudes or less or my money back, right? <laughs> Uh, I want to see someone go to jail for this. No, I want. Oh, well, you'll see someone go to will. jail for well, it. I, I mean, a cat killed your husband, but I can blame whoever. <laughs> I, I'm, I, just, I'm a private eye. I'm just gonna get some guy, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, even though the book's like, even though we didn't really solve the crime all that great, and I'm like, you did. You solved the crime accurately. You saw. You solved it as well as could be done. Yes. 
uh, she insisted on paying us and not only paying us the agreed upon amount, but also continuing our stipend on into forever town. Yeah. She's like, I've got more money than I know what to do with. And you guys do good work. I mean, not this, but the whole whiplash thing. That part's good. You're shitty detectives. Just, you should shut this whole thing down. Just try and, you know, do nice, good deeds rather than detective work. Because let me tell you, you suck at it. You'll tell you, I'll I'll, I'll list people who are better detectives than you that were in this book. You've got Pole House. He figured out a lot of shit and didn't have a bunch of Falderall to do it. He didn't have to raid Spa Fawn's house to figure shit out. He just knew everything by the time you got there at the same time as him. That fucking Cathar who showed up with bonus information. That I cat would... that killed my husband by pushing a vase over. By the way, he was that Cathar. Yeah. <laughs> the Cathar was just sitting on a table looking at a vase and then just pushed it off. Just did some Garfield and Odie shit. Uh. Uh. <laughs> cat. <laughs> He solved a bunch of the mystery, and he just did it off screen in a split second. He just did it as a favor to a guy who beat him up. Aura Singh and Typho both figured out who did everything and where you were. You are the worst detective in a book full of no detectives. Congratulations. Anyway, here's free money forever. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for that. Here's dollars. (laughs) Creds in a shed, as the Ugnaughts call it. Uh, So, the... Spaceport 9 that they have gone to mm-hmm. is currently undergoing construction, mm-hmm. so there's a bunch of, like, twisting detours and weird paths, and it's all very crowded because all of the paths are super narrow because they're doing, like, construction on all the buildings and whatnot. So there's a whole bunch of extra robots all over the place because it's droids doing most of the heavy lifting and construction, but that doesn't really matter because it's still an open operational spaceport, so it's just extra crowded. There's just a billion people around. Yeah, and eventually I-5's like, hey, let's go this way. That'll be a nice, quick way to get there. And he's like, this says for personnel only. And he's like, construction personnel only. And he's like, well, I'm constructing a better path to get to the fucking spaceport. Let's go. <laughs> I don't give a shit. You'd think he'd just hop on his droider net and be like, all right, all you construction droids, just clear a big-ass path for me and my friends. I'm a droid. Hey, help out a droid, bro. Hey. And they're like, you got it, bro. We are droids. All hey, droids say bro. Droid solidarity, bro. <laughs> bro is short for bro-bot. <laughs> droids lifting up droids. That's what you like to see. Hashtag goals. <laughs> Beep boop. <laughs> Think nothing of it, King. <laughs> My protocol, King. <laughs> so, but yeah, they take like a back pathway to get to where they're going, which is good because as they're going, why the force grips both Loranth and Jackson. They're like, oh, shit's going down, but it's not good enough for them to be prepared for the fact that. Aura Singh just swings from out of nowhere and is like, what up, motherfuckers? You want to see my new chainsaw hockey I mean, mask? That does happen, but I feel like that happens before, after the point where both Loranth and Jax go, oh, shit, Vader. They both have a moment where they're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, they both have a moment where they're like, oh, shit, Vader. And Den's like, all right, well, which direction is he? Let's go the other direction. And they're like, no, it's fine. He's like somewhere within a 10-kilometer square radius. Yeah, he's probably about 10 miles south. That way, but he's... He's too pissed off to notice us. Yeah, someone must have said something like Padme to him, and now he's just like, oh, dang it. <laughs> yeah, so they both get their Vader sense goes off. They're like, ah, oh, shit, Vader. And and while Den is like, can we please go anywhere but where Vader is, the two of them are like, ah, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> I got a brand new lightsaber. Who gives a shit? <laughs> 
Uh, anyway, yeah. Anyway, yeah, the big surprise. Orisin comes out of nowhere trying to kill them. And uh, almost succeeds with Loranth. Well, yeah, because Loranth, because she goes after uh, Jax, but Loranth, because she's in love with Jax Bavon, uh, sacrifices herself by shoving him out of the way and taking the first lightsaber hit. Yeah, which almost cuts her arm off and, like, slices into her side a good deal. She's almost completely dead. So I hope you enjoyed that one fight where she got to shoot a bunch of times at Orisang because that's the only thing she will ever do in this book. Yep, she had one thing to do. And the rest of it was her just cleaning guns or being upset at Jax. Yeah, remember that one time they let her go talk to that big room full of fish tanks full of one brain? Yeah, you remember that yeah. That big fish brain fart tank? Yeah. yeah. She got to talk to the fucking guild navigator from Lynch's Dune for like a few minutes. She got to go talk to those dudes from, uh, you know, that that film about language, whatever that was. Oh, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I remember what it's called, Translation or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know what you're talking about. The Amy Adams movie about the the aliens that fart circles. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, good. It's a bunch of weird tentacles in a fart room. Awesome. I've been, I've been meaning to watch it, but I've yet to have watched it. I've heard it's good. It's pretty good. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. So, um, it, I mean, I'm fine with as long as I show the aliens even a little bit and they don't look like her dad. No. I'm going to be fine. <laughs> That's, that is... <laughs> definitely not a thing that the aliens look like okay good <laughs> uh but yeah so she manages to land this solid blow and pretty much take loranth out of the fight immediately and as Jax pulls a lightsaber to square up with her something happens behind them well she cuts oh, she cuts railings she cuts through the support for the walkway that they're on and jacks managed to jump onto the same walkway part that uh aura singh is on but everyone else just you know, it topples them down. And there is, for some reason in this construction site, just a readily available repulsor lift. It's a safety feature. If you fall off, it's basically the uh, the space OSHA equivalent of having to hook yourself to the building when you're working on the outside of a construction site. They just direct slow fall everywhere. So if you fall off the construction site, you gently glide to the ground. Yeah. It, I mean... Honestly, the fact that that was there made me go, you know what? Now I feel better about all those times watching Star Wars where someone's like, oh, I'm just going to walk across this catwalk that has no railings over a giant pit. And I'm like, why would you construct that? Now I'm like, oh, because if you fall off, it just farts you to the side. Except that people fall off those all the time and they always fall immediately to their dooms. Yeah. So I have to assume they mothballed this slow fall technology sometime after the Clone Wars. <laughs> the Empire was like, eh, that's yeah. too much. Too many railings and safety thingies. We're moving forward. There's a freedom powered economy from now on. Look, <laughs> the hand of the economy will take care of it. If we need railings, then obviously we'll build them. This makes me want to write a short story just about how Palpatine outlawed all these railings and slow fall tech and how it eventually led to him getting thrown off a railing and falling quickly to his doom. Yes. And it, as he's falling, he's like, why did I outlaw all that shit? Oh, God, everything I did to get the Republican vote. <laughs> uh, he's like, Vader throws him off. And for the first second, he's like, ah, it's fine. That fucking repulsor lift technology. Will oh, wait a minute. God damn oh, it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I sacrificed that to win the Libertarians. Ah, ah no. <laughs> it truly is the job of the government to provide for the people. No, I die. <laughs> <laughs> 
contact me, Disney. Next time we do a certain point of view book, I want to write that one. (laughs) I want to write the Palpatine is hoisted by his own libertarian petard. As he falls to his doom. And he just he's just thinking back in flashback to all the council meetings he was part of where he was like, no, get rid of the railings. And they're like. But that would increase the death rate of your workers by like 4,000%. And he was like, yeah, well, yeah, we'll also get rid of insurance. That's a whole lot of saved pensions, let me tell you. Huh? Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, now we get our big fight scene with Jackson Aura saying. Yeah, and she starts it with uh, a pronouncement. I love that even before we get to that, like you mentioned, Jax is like, huh, that Aura saying, hot. I'd do it. I'd hit it. I'd hit that. Yeah, Look even even without the sex stink, she got it going on. I like how it, this chapter leans into descriptions of the sex stink in a way that the rest of the book is not bothered. They keep saying that she has like a psychochemical advantage and an endophysiognomy and and uh, both psionic and uh, uh, chemical discharge capabilities. Yep. So anyway, but yeah, Orasing has this whole like. Oh, no. Here it is. Ah, the badass speech, please. Fear me, Jedi. I am Aura Singh, Nashta, scourge of your kind. I haunt your darkest dreams. I drink Jedi blood. I nest in their guts. Your nightmares now have a name, Hierophant, and that name is Aura Singh. I feel like Nashta is a thing I've heard before. The Nashta pup? I was going to say, the Nashta pup, that's... uh. That's uh, one of Bosk's, like, his spare ship. Yeah, that's Bosk's little ship that he has that comes off of his big ship. Yeah, yeah, with his, uh, the, the YV-666 houndstooth that he flies around. Uh, it can disgorge a little, like, modified Z-95 called, called the Nashta Pup. So are, are we saying that Aura Singh is a Nashta in that she's calling herself, like, a wolf or something? I guess. Like some sort of crocodile monster that I assume that, that Trandoshans have some on kind the planet. Of weird croco-wolf. Who knows? Maybe it's someone's bonus content. It really feels out of place, though, when she's just like, I am Aura Singh, Nashta. And I, I wanted to be like, wait, what's Nashta? Is that like, is that like you're a dentist is, on your home Is world? that a title or is that a... <laughs> I'm Aura Singh, missing if you're Nashta. <laughs> I got there. You did it. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Also, she jumps all up in their guts. Yeah, I, I drink your blood. I, I drink it up. I drink your blood. I rearrange your guts. And he's like, well, I'd actually kind of be into that, I think. <laughs> I mean, I I guess. I've never really been into the pegging thing, but, you know, you're hot. First time's a charm. Hey, let's do it. GGG, that's me, Jack Spavon. <laughs> uh, okay, so, but yeah, then they get in a lightsaber fight, and she's very good at lightsaber. And one of the nice things, I kind of appreciate this about Jax, he's a good enough lightsaber fighter when it comes to beating up non-Jedi. When he has to like fight random guards or whatever, he can dispatch them with his lightsaber because it's a really good weapon and he has the basic tr- principles. I don't mean he is a force user. Yes, but he's not a very good one. And and so when she's I coming, mean, he manages to survive against Aura Singh for a while. Yeah, but that's the thing. What I'm saying is impressive is that he manages or is that he just manages to survive. And I mean impressive for the author, not impressive for, for Jax Vaughn, where they don't write him as being like, ah, I am being attacked by a weak and cowardly woman who is not a real Jedi. I handily beat her up. No. He, instead, he, he is on the back foot and losing the whole time. Oh, yeah. And he's like, man, she is just radiating the Force. Like, she doesn't really know how to use it in a pinpoint accurate type thing, but she is just raw anger 
Yeah, no, she's pissed off. She's unbelievably mad for some reason. I don't know why. It's not like he's ever done anything to her in particular. <laughs> yeah, but really, she ought to be happy that she found him. That was her job. He's a Jedi, and she drank that up. <laughs> That's also a new thing. We didn't have any established in the beginning of this this book about her that she was like, I'm the world's greatest bounty hunter, and I hate Jedis to pet eyes. We didn't get that. This is new. Uh... So, but she <laughs> she beats him up for a long time and chases him around and keeps nearly killing him and cutting off chunks of his boot for some reason. Well, yeah, because he's like, I got to get around, and he's mostly just like, I'm not even fighting. It's just sort of the force moving me around, and I am tired. I am basically being puppeted by the force at this point, but yeah. eventually my body is just going to give out regardless. And then he notices a usefully convenient local piece of the architecture he can use to defeat her via contact triangle presses as opposed to regular fighting. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean... He finds a quick time event. We're in a construction thing, and just like the fight at the Funhouse Hall of Mirrors, having a fight in a construction zone means eventually someone's going to get, like, dumped into wet cement and die that way. Yeah. And this is the... Uh, Star Wars equivalent of that noir trope. Yeah, I beam's gonna fall on you or something. You got you got to have a construction death. So he notices a droid that has a big hopper full of powder that it turns into transparasteel. Yeah, and it's just like I just grind this shit up inside me, turn it into sheets of transparasteel, and vomit it out to make like roofs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he so this droid is just at, uh, trundling along with a big open hopper on the back of it full of the, the sand crete that it converts into transparent steel, but the tra- the hopper isn't entirely open. There's a, f- a safety shield over it. Yeah, again, the uh, Star Wars OSHA at work here before mm-hmm. the Empire really gets underway. Mm-hmm. So it's got just a force field, so if anything did try to fall into its big sand thing, it would just be like, no, nah, you bounce off. Yeah, which is cute and all, but I feel like I would prefer like a physical thing to just like the force field, given that the force field can be removed by just pushing the big red no force field button. You don't even need to like, well, I mean, take out the safety key or whatever. You could press the big button to open it up. You got to be able to put more sand in there. Yeah, I know, but you know, we've we've developed dump truck mixing technology here on Earth. We have dump technology. Not requiring force fields where we simply enclose the thing with matter. Yeah, but they have force fields here, (laughs) and in the Star Wars universe, energy for, like, force fields, real easy to come by. Yeah, it is kind of neat to see someone use force shield technology this way in a Star Wars thing, because what happens, let's just boil it down, uh, he manages to, he he uses a form two attack to try and- Well, he just does a shitty attack to draw her out. To draw her out. He pushes her off guard a little bit, and she's like, that's a crappy attack from an idiot child. And he's like, yeah, I need to distract you, dummy. And then he, like, jumps onto the droid. And when she jumps jumps to follow him, uh, he turns off the force shield, and she was playing to land on it, and instead she falls in the hopper full of sand. Yeah. or death concrete or whatever, and then just immediately disappears into the into the sand hopper. Yeah, because it's you know swirling around because the sand is getting sucked into the droid. Yep. So it just you know quick sands her down, mm-hmm. and, and that, she's gone. There you go. That's the end of that. Yep. That's the end of Orasing, the final <laughs> clowning of Orasing, where she's like, <laughs> "I'll get you," and he's like, "I'll press the button that says you don't," and she's like, oh, "God damn it!" Yeah. Her plan was to jump and follow him, but his his estimate, estimated jump was that when she followed, she would land on the force shield and not on the droid itself, giving him the advantage. I really wanted her to just stop there and be like, I'm not jumping on a force shield. That's for morons. I mean, the thing is, when he jumps, he jumps onto, there's like a little bar above where the sand is. 
mm-hmm. and the force shield thing. And he's like, oh, I jump onto that. And I make it look like I'm losing my balance. And, oh, yeah. you better come follow me. I'm an easy target. And he was like, all right, all I got to do is make sure that she jumps onto the force field first instead of just doing exactly what I did, which is jump onto this beam. Mm-hmm. And th- th- it works. He he wins. Good job. You win. Yeah. I want to see more force field stuff happening in Star Wars books. So I shouldn't complain too much. You ever see that Predators movie, the the one directed by Shane Black? Because there's a scene towards the end where they get on a Predator ship and someone turns on the Predator shields and it like cuts off a guy, the, the, uh, the legs of a guy at shield height where it gets turned on. Oh, it's pretty great. Good. Anyway, I, you probably haven't seen it. Oh, I have. Yeah. Sterling oh, trust K. me. Brown, I've seen all the Predator movies. Sterling K. Brown all blowing his own head off with that shoulder-mounted cannon in a blink-and-you-miss-it thing. That was kind of a weird moment. Yeah. Anyway. That was a fucking terrible movie. It was not a very good movie. I mean, it was... I mean, I think we reviewed that. Well, you're right. We did, now that I think about it. I, I remember thinking it was... For a second, I thought you were talking about the Adrian Brody one. That one I've never seen. The one where they go to Predator where Planet. Where Predator Planet. Yeah, I haven't seen it. But I know that's the one that introduces those stupid Predator dogs. Yep. Uh, okay, so anyway, Jax wins, and we have to. Now he's going to go check on his friends. Yep, we get our final chapter is at the hospital, where he's like, "Ah, now to see what's going on." And Deja's fine. She, you know, not even injured. It's weird. He checked on her first. She didn't get hit with a lightsaber or anything. Yeah, she's fine. She got like maybe bruised a little. Den got a cut on his ear. I five got nothing. Yeah. He was just like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm a fucking droid. Whatever. I should have probably just shot Aura saying I could have done that at any moment. But, eh, you know, (laughs) work. But uh, Deja has a big announcement. Ooh, Deja's like, well, I know you've just spent the past month trying to get me passage off this planet. And escorting me to the airport to get me off the planet where you got attacked by a rogue bounty hunter half Jedi. But uh, I'm just going to stay. I decided to join your team. Oh, we could have done that at the house. Not only am I going to stay, I'm joining your team. And no, you don't have a say in it. <laughs> I mean, on the one hand, I feel like she's probably right. When you're the Bosley or Charlie in a situation of a Charlie's Angels, and you're like, I'm on your team. And you're like, no, you aren't. And she's like, I pay for everything. <laughs> Look. I own you. (laughs) I know you thought I was a dummy who was simply contributing to the cause because I'm a believer in it and because I might have some crush on you or something. But no, I'm buying my way onto the team. I'm buying the team. The team is called Deja's Do-Gooders now. I am the team. (laughs) In fact, you're off the team. (laughs) In fact, you're off the team and now you're on the team. Yeah. You know what? Now you're off again. That's what I can do. Then you're off the team. No one whose name starts with D but me. That's my thing. That's now the thing. Yeah. We can't have two double Ds on the team. And I'm already bringing two double Ds to the team, (laughs) if you understand. If you are getting what I'm putting down. But I'm Dendur. Yeah, and I'm Deja Duare, and it's better. (laughs) Uh, So, you know, he very weakly is like, but... What if she's like, no, I'm better than anyone else you have on your team. She immediately explains why she's joining. She's like, look, of course I'm going to join the fucking team. Number one, I'm incredibly rich. Number two, I've got Zeltron powers. Yes, I'm calling them powers now because that's obviously what they are. Look, I can do anything I want, anytime I want, because I'm hot and rich. Mm -hmm. Also, I'm a basal humanoid, she points out, which I believe means human shape. Like, because yeah. we're it's a humanocentric galaxy. Yeah, like you know, Natolans are humanoid, mm-hmm. but you can't just be like, yeah, but you can pass for human. She's like, you know, 
you put some makeup on me and maybe a few prosthetics, I can pass as any other given human. I can pass for human. I can pass for Miri Allen. I can pass for uh, a Twi'lek if I need to. I can pass for Lily Allen. <laughs> I can pass for Steve Allen. Yep. Uh, no, she she can pass for those three she specifically mentions. And I'm like, Miri Allen, those are just those humans with their eyes closed because they see with the force. What about the Mira Lucan? Oh, I think that might actually yeah. be the ones who can see with the force. Miri Allen's are the green, very the green lightly green ones, ones with the triangles. Yeah, yeah, never mind. I'm remembering my species from the KOTOR MMO, which is how little model change can we do and still call it another species? <laughs> ah, Swator. <laughs> Look. A Nautolan may not be able to pass for a lot of humanoid species, but if you turn it around and tie a few of its tentacles up and it walks around backwards, it could maybe pretend to be a Quarren. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she <laughs> she's like, look, I have so many good reasons to join the team. Plus, I'm the rich one, so you really can't say no to this. And he, finally, he offers up like, yeah, uh, nice, nice dress. Because she's wearing like a blue. Well, yeah. You now she had the she... air dress or the cloud dress. Well, exactly. now she's wearing the water dress. She had an air dress. Now she's got a water dress, and she's like, ooh, wait till you see the fire dress. Yeah. Oh, it's part of a set. One of them's made of fire. Ah, yes. And then I'm going to I'm gonna come out to, uh, this girl is on fire, and then I'm going to, I don't know, <laughs> be a tribute. And yeah, I'll be, a, it'll totally impress all the people of uh, First City or whatever the fuck that, that fucking, I don't I, know. I don't remember how anything is organized. District 13 or yeah, some she's shit. She's from District 13. It's District 1 where the event is held, and yes. she has to wear her dumb fire dress. I d- don't ask me to remember any of that. I just remember everyone had Hunger s- Games. I just remember everyone had like Wizard of Oz great haircuts. Hell yeah, that was the shit. <laughs> that was the best part. I of was it. like, oh, District One is full of these Wizard of Oz motherfuckers. This is awesome. <laughs> so yeah, she just pushes her way onto the team, and notably the moment she does, she's like, oh, and also I've turned off all the psychosexual stuff, so no more psychic. Oh yeah, when she walked into the room, she yeah. wasn't like farting out stinks or zapping him with sex brain yeah because i've kind of established over the past few weeks that you can't handle it so i'm not going to do it because at this point it would be workplace awkwardness <laughs> now it would just be weird it's been workplace awkwardness the whole time i would help him for him to protest eh. i mean if you could just turn it off why didn't you because eh, it's fun <laughs> look you don't have these powers and not use them because it's great. Anyway, thanks for visiting me first. You're going to lose so many points with Loranth for that. Anyway, who, by the way, took a lightsaber for you not half an hour ago. She, you should go see her. She's in intensive care where you should be. <laughs> and he's like, okay, I guess I'll go judge her body. <laughs> and, you know, goes in and is like, well, I guess Deja... Spent money to get her the best care. She had intensive Bacta treatment and super regen. And, you know, it's a good thing it was a lightsaber wound because it cauterized. Otherwise, she would have just bled to death. Yep. But it did cauterize. And while she almost lost her arm, she will not lose the arm. Yeah. So she'll be just fine. And but she's still, you know, fucked up in a hospital bed. Yeah. She's not doing well, but she's well uh, lucid and, uh, enough to talk to uh, to Jax. And Jax is like, hey, you okay? Uh yeah, here's kind of what's going on. We got Aura Singh, and and hey, what's uh, what's your deal? And she's like, "Hey, I'm leaving. I quit. I'm I quit. I can do more good on my own." And I'm like, "Yeah, you dumb assholes and your stupid detective agency suck and get in the way of good work." And he's like, "Aw, you're right, but aw, what was you And then like for whatever reason, he decides to reach in with the force and see what she's really thinking. And I'm like, "Okay, she's like the one person on your team who's gonna sense you're doing that." 
Maybe well, don't. yeah, but she's got all her defenses down. She's like, fine, t- have a look around in Come my in. brain. See why I'm doing this. See why I'm leaving. So he comes in to see, and they don't say it out loud, but he just kind of goes, oh, oh, no. Yeah, and I he drops all of his psychic defenses and is like, I'm going to try and basically be as psychically receptive as possible. So she also goes digging around in there. Uh, only to find nothing interesting. Yeah, he's like, oh. You are exactly as milk toast as I thought you might be. You have a huge Rolodex of every woman you've ever met, and their fuckability rating? What even is that, Jax? Would you explain that to me? No. Can you, what, how come it... How come the highest number I'm seeing here is a seven? The scale goes to seven. It starts at three. <laughs> Jax, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm a white male protagonist. I'm a main character. I don't have a personality... I'm just a protagonist. (laughs) Yeah, so she's quitting, and he knows why now. She's had a huge crush on him for forever, and she can't deal with how he isn't noticing anymore. And also that he's, you know, kind of a dumb piece of shit about the whole detective thing. He's fucking worthless, and she really could do more good on her own without him. And so she's like, I will be around. You will see me. We will cross paths again. But you and I are done professionally. Yeah, I'm off the team, is what I'm saying. I'm not leaving Coruscant. I'm just, I'm not part of your little group anymore. I'm going to take Reinen. I hope you don't mind. <laughs> I just, I, I, I'm going to take the neat. fucking dog. <laughs> Wait, which one's the dog? <laughs> Are you talking about Den? That's racist. That's super racist. We have a dog. His name is Neon. How have you not noticed him? Gee, have you, have you not been feeding Neon? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, no wonder he looks so thin. <laughs> But he's like, okay, well, I hope you'll you'll reconsider team membership in the future. And you'll have to, of course, ask permission from Deja because she owns me now. I really like where, where he looks at her mind, realizes she had a crush on him for forever. And he's like, oh, geez, I don't know if I've ever felt that way. I've always just been so like busy. you're a comrade in arms, but not yeah. like in my arms. But I guess I could see it working. After all, you are at least a nine. I, uh... And at that point, like, the, the garage door of her mind closes. <laughs> and he's like, oh, oh, yeah, I was still. Yeah. Uh, oh, sh- I forgot. No, that's fair. Uh, hey, that, you know, you, that's fair. Yeah. Space Peter shows up and he's like, bro, you gotta, you gotta, it's not. Hey. You know, day, day. Hey, Space Peter. Loranth <laughs> isn't here. <laughs> you gotta, clearly in the bed right there. You gotta, you gotta go, man. Don't make gotta, this don't weird. Make, don't make, that's Ula. So you, you gotta, you gotta. <laughs> Just, uh, just come on, man. Just, 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 mm, come on. <laughs> so then fucking he goes and tells the news to everyone where he's like, oh, hey, uh, Laurent isn't going to be joining us anymore, but she'll still be around and whatever. And Deja's part of the team. And then he just like starts laughing because he's like, oh, ha, huh, remember when the fucking fart brain alien told oh, us that right. we should be on the lookout during our investigation well i guess that was aura saying and i'm like yeah or fucking anything his advice was be cautious while you're doing an investigation that's the shittiest prognostication ever that's some like fucking <laughs> new york times a horoscope cookie. bullshit <laughs> Ah, yes, Virgo, it says that you might come into money, and if you do, that's good? Prioritize discreet vigilance, anent fugitive recovery operation. He was trying to warn us. No, he sucks. What does anent mean? (laughs) This is like that shit where people try to make Nostradamus' predictions fit, you know, like, where they're like, ah, this one predicts 9-11. It says it happened in Prague in there. 
Yeah, but he didn't know that New York yeah. would exist. New York is the Prague of America. <laughs> a person will rise named Hister. That's probably Hitler. That's, that's, that's all. If he met Hitler, he would have read Hitler. Uh, he didn't have the means back then to write, I don't know, T's. They, they had invented the L. <laughs> Uh, I like how even by the standards of the day, like in the era when, when uh, Nostradamus was active, all the other like soothsayers and astronomers and so on were like, that dude's dumb bullshit. <laughs> that guy sucks. It's all it's like a bunch of writings about that where other like astrologers of the day were like, that guy does not know a thing. <laughs> that he, <laughs> guy's full of shit. He's not with us. I don't know her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But there you go. That's- he starts laughing. Deja comes down and is like, oh, good. Laughter and fun. And fucking we end with him being like, yeah, you know what? Maybe it is good Loranth isn't going to be around. She's not nearly as fuckable as Deja is. And I'm like, fuck you. Don't end the book with that. Ugh, well, luckily they don't. Because there's still the post-credit sequence of Reinen. Oh, that's right. Yeah. We, of course, have to get the very, very end. Yeah. Uh, so so as, as they all laugh as the as the camera pans up and rotates to show Coruscant as a cool vibrant city where neat things still happen and we see Cor, uh, Cornhorn getting on board a shuttle to go back to Corellia and he's already shaved and gotten a haircut and he looks like a new man <laughs> <laughs> that's right now it's time for the force for me <laughs> not yet that, it, that there it isn't because Cornhorn has to go through like four books where he's just an ace X-wing pilot and then he realizes he has the force in a book called I Jedi. Ah, yes, yeah. that one. Yeah, that's the one. But he's uh, he, he's like ah, a fresh new start in Corellia. I'm gonna be join the military and make Papa proud. I'm gonna be a pilot and also a Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be one of them their white male protagonists I've heard about. I want to be one of those guys that's just basically like mayonnaise smeared across a page. <laughs> Uh, so there you go. He's born in this book. That's that's canon. That definitely happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's corn born. Gone, <laughs> uh, gone. The form of horn. <laughs> uh, all right. And uh, so anyway, Rynan, Rynan. This is cryptic shit designed to set up the next book. So he's just like um, real. He's sitting in his room thinking and looking at the hollow net like he's been doing for days and days now. And he's all like the droid. The droid is the key to everything. He's been at all of the events that the books about, you know, the droids have been about. Mm-hmm. So he was there on fucking the planet where they got the dumb bullshit super nonsense. He was there on Drongor. He was there at the planet where they fought Vader and and, and Prince Shizor at the same time. He got that super plant serum that makes you a fucking Jedi hero. and. Mm-hmm. He's, he's always been there, and that's the final piece. I have all of these puzzles together, and now, if I get the few last pieces, I'll be powerful enough to challenge the Emperor. I'm like, no, you won't. Mm, I don't mm. care what information you have. You aren't powerful enough for dick. I really hope that that happens in exactly the same way as the Vader challenge scene from this book. And he's just, just in like, the next book. I've got papers that prove, and then he just gets force choked to death or lightning and he's like he's knocked into a what wall what the fuck did you think was gonna happen here you said you would come unarmed i'm the fucking emperor also i have 15 guns and 30 guys waiting back there i don't give a fuck about you or what you say <laughs> i didn't come unarmed that's vader shit <laughs> look i'm not an idiot last time i was unarmed against some dudes i zapped myself into looking like this i'm a ball sack now <laughs> 
But yeah, he keeps saying the droid as if it's cryptic, but I mean, he mentions Drongor and shit. He is definitely talking about... No, he's talking about, about I-5. He's talking about I-5, so it's weird that they bother with this whole, like, the droid! It's the droid! I guess because they think maybe you'll think it's that droid that, what, murdered Vesvalette or something. It's just clearly I-5, and it's funny to me that he's like, I-5's been there the whole time. Yes, you're, he's, and, on the, he's on the team. Yeah. Den's been there the whole time, too. Yeah. I mean, I think outside of maybe one of the adventures with Lorne, like pretty much I five and Den have been all at the same places. So I don't know why he's the key, but yeah. Sure. Okay. But that's where the book ends is Ryan and being like, yes, yes, it's I five. I five is the secret. And if I gather the other three power stones, I can challenge the very emperor. Now, if I get the chaos emeralds, <laughs> then with that raccoon's help, <laughs> I'll give myself a promotion to emperor. <laughs> so, that's, that's where the, that's, that's the, the book. That's the book. That's where it actually ends. Yeah, we get to end the book with Jack's Pavan thinking, "Boy, it sure is good that Dijon is fuckable," and Reinen going, "Aha! I'll challenge the Emperor with knowledge that a droid has been places." Mm-hmm. Two great endings. Yeah, I've I've upgraded the female member of the team by two cup sizes. I'm Jack's Pavan, hero. Ah, <laughs> uh, I should go. Suggest framing another guy. You could bounce a quarter off her usability to the team. <laughs> Sigh. Uh, fucking Jax Pavon. I'm glad to be out of his crap-ass headspace. Hell yeah. It's a good thing we aren't doing the next book in this. I would prefer if they had found out that Loranth didn't... If we found out that Loranth didn't leave because she had a crush on Jax that could not be requited, but that because she heard about the fucking shit in the parlor scene. <laughs> She was like, I heard you guys say, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Oh, is it because of me? Well, I mean, yes, yes, kind of, but mostly because you're a horrible shitbag and I heard what Deja suggested and now she's part of the team. I heard that you're a dirt. I heard that you're a dirty cop and you're not even bothering with the union or the pension. Uh, I'm leaving. I don't want to be a part of that. Fuck the pigs. (laughs) What I just realized is a cab and I'm out. Yeah. Peace. Don't call me. And that's the book. That's the book. We did it. We read another book. That's right. That means, of course, that next week we will be doing our wrap-up episode. So I am sure you have as many questions and issues with Street of Shadows as we do. Mm-hmm. If you want to ask us anything about it, we will be doing uh, answering questions during our wrap-up as well. Yep. So... If you go over to the Discord and you go into our Expounded Universe uh, thread, just go ahead and use uh, hashtag... SOS. Hashtag sauce. Yeah, because it's going to be very sauce. Oh, we're sauce. The whole thing is sauce. Sauce? Yeah. <laughs> so hashtag- We're going to YouTube poop this shit real hard. <laughs> so hashtag SOS to ask your questions about Street of Shadows. Uh, once again, as always, we, we don't talk about the Discord much. If you're not a me- not in it, you are always welcome to join. Uh, look us up on Twitter at System Mastery, and it's our pinned tweet is the is the permanent invite to the Discord. Uh, so stop on by. There's great people there. It's a good, fun community. Speaking of the Discord, did you know mm. that if you go over to patreon.com slash System Mastery and you support us, you get access to special rooms in the Discord to talk about, you know, our special bonus content that we do that's right yeah we have a we have a patrons only discord for people who are even at the low level of one dollar we and then we have other uh levels you can unlock including several super secret rooms only for people who are at the higher levels uh where interesting stuff actually happens but for the purposes of this uh, 
Well, actually, let's finish the plug. Yes, please do support us over at the Patreon. At the $2 level, John, they unlock bonus content where we go to Wikipedia, find fun stories about Star Wars, and tell them to each other and to you, the listener. That's right. Mm -hmm. We're going to go find some stuff. We're going to do that. And, of course, there's multiple levels you can support us that if you're at the $2 level for this, you get our system mastery bonus content. Mm -hmm. The $5 gets you everything. It's uh, the monthly afterthought on TV, TV Mastery and the knives. <laughs> Every week it's a different old infomercial. <laughs> you get the slap chop and an extra slap chop. You get the silver bullet. <laughs> so uh, so please go support us at Patreon. It helps us out. It lets us keep doing this. Um, now, let me ask you, has there ever been, I don't know why I'm asking you, a, a horror movie where someone takes one of those silver bullets and kills a werewolf with it? Because that would be great. <laughs> We're talking about the juice mixer right yes. now, yeah? Okay. I don't think so, but I think you're right that it would be a great idea. That would be a wonderful gag. It would be a great gag, especially if they had him explain afterward that it should work as a technicality. Like, this thing's made of molded plastic. Yeah, eh. but it's called a silver bullet. Yeah, but it is a silver bullet. Yeah, you get where we're going with this. I could also have killed you with this vibrator I have. <laughs> Weirdly also called a silver bullet, or this can of whatever beer is called the silver bullet. I don't care about American beer, or any beer. I think, uh, what is that, Coors? Something. Coors? Please, please correct me, the I silver will not bullet? read it. Yeah. It's cold as the Rockies, Jeff. It's as cold as the fucking Rockies. <laughs> Look, right now the Rockies are real cold, and it's cold as those Rockies. You think climate change is going to increase Coors' temperature slowly? <laughs> yes! <laughs> Look, it's summertime, and we're as cold as the Rockies. We're, we're cold about as 78 degrees right now. We're as cold as the hot Rockies. <laughs> ah, these hot Rockies. <laughs> so, uh, please support our Patreon, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> but it, like, like I was saying, if you want to ask the questions in the Discord, go to the uh, Expounded Universe room. Use the hashtag SOS and ask us your questions. Uh, here's what happens in wrap-ups. We, we discuss our general feelings of the book overall. We do all the Q&A stuff. And then at the very end, we announce the next book. Yes, indeed. You'll find out what we're doing next on the next Expounded Universe. Probably at the same speed I do, because right now I have no idea. I am flying blind at the moment. <laughs> on the next Expounded Universe. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's what's happening. We're going to power up for Bro the whole time. Broly is powering up. I don't know. He's not usually on the show. He's usually just no, in the movies. Broly's just a one-off. He's a movie. Well, he's been multiple things now, but multiple movies. Yeah. So I guess it could be, I, let's say it's, I, mean, uh, be I don't know, Bard Bardock or something. No, Bardock's another one from the movies. God damn just it, Jeff. Just say one of the main characters. Say I, Vegeta. I will not. Garlic <laughs> Jr. <laughs> I only want to mention minor. Bobbity. <laughs> Oob. <laughs> Oob's my favorite one to mention. He's the human reincarnation of Kid Boo. <laughs> Oob. Oob. Okay, so uh, anyway, thank you so much for for your support. Uh, we'll, we'll... Uh, backwards, Kid Boo, of course, is Oob Dick. <laughs> Which is why they shortened it to Oob. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> man, you get Oob Dick if you drink too much, uh, I don't know, hypnotic or something. It's, yeah. it's, not, it's not good. Oh, man, I, I went out to a club, got that Oob Dick. Not good. Nah, that's not something you want to report. That's not something to be proud of. <laughs> I'm Benny Lansley's Bagiano. And I rate everyone I see on fuckability. Fuckability.